Good morning and welcome to Inside Redeemer with Jerry Wilbanks. Today is Easter Sunday, April 5th, 2015. Our Sunday worship service is being broadcast from inside the Redeemer Lutheran Church located at 5700 Lawndale Street in Houston, Texas. The Rev. Grant Housewright will deliver the Holy Gospel for today, and Lector Ruby Holm will read today's scripture readings. The music is provided by choir director Nancy Housewright and the Redeemer Choir. Our Sunday worship service begins at 10.30 a.m. On our Sunday morning broadcast, we always like to acknowledge our Redeemer family shut-ins and give a big old shout-out to let you all know that we're thinking about you and we have you in our hearts and in our minds. Our love goes out to each and every one of you. Our hellos go out to Mary Margaret Rurick, Charles Volt, Laura Thack, Reverend William Putman, Phyllis Edelman, Edith Owens, and Marion Cook. We love you all and God bless you all. Happy Easter. He is risen. It's good to see everybody today. Good morning and happy Easter. And uh, how are you? Everything's good? All right. We have a special day today. We're having a baptism. And I was going through the book yesterday, putting the new baptism in. The last one we had was over a year ago. I mean, it's been a while. So it's good to, to not, we get past grace, we move into Stella. So that's really cool. Um, that baptism will take place, you notice, in your bulletin following the uh, sermon and the, and, the, and the song which follows the sermon. I would like to uh, ask those of you who were here yesterday 
to take care of the beautiful altar area, would you please raise your hand? Come on, you had one, you had two, you had three, all of you raise your hand. I want to thank all of you for doing all this. How about those who helped with the egg hunt yesterday? Please raise your hand. Okay, we want to thank all of you too. How about those who worked in the kitchen today to feed us? How about you guys and ladies? Thank you so much. Thank you. All groups, I say thank you. We don't say thank you enough, and so I wanted to do that today. I, um, yes? Oh, Ann worked on flowers out front. Thank you, Ann. Thank you. All right. I know that was important, but you ruined my thought. It's more of a miracle that I would remember everything I'm going to say than Christ rose from the dead. Today we celebrate the other sacrament as well. In the Lutheran Church we have two sacraments. We have the sacrament of Holy Communion and the sacrament of Holy Baptism. Both are celebrated today. When it comes to the sacrament of Holy Communion, uh, the Lutheran Church is not, our particular flavor of Lutheranism does not build fences around the altar. Everyone is invited to the altar. Every single person. If you believe that, you, that Christ is present as you come to the altar and receive the bread and wine or grape juice at your preference, then you are invited to commune. Please do not hesitate to come forward, even if you don't want to take communion for a blessing. Grape juice is also offered. Just point your finger up, and Mr. Science there will see that, and he will give you grape juice instead of wine. Okay, yes, we had another announcement, didn't we? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you to the men that cooked in the kitchen this morning. Um, there are some extra pancakes and eggs and sausages back there. Um, I believe that they're asking um, a suggested donation for that for the air, to complement our air conditioning fund. But also, um, the East End, spring, the big spring clean bazaar, um, it's in your bulletin, and it's um, going to be held on May the 9th um, on a Saturday. So as it the, as the bulletin says, clean out your closets. The forms for the tables will be available next week um, on Sunday. They'll be located in the back of the church. If you're interested in um, a table, please grab a form then and fill it out. Um, the fee is $25. We're going to be uh, grilling hamburgers and, of course, offering um, elotes and I'm not sure about the cotton candy, but the snow cones and the pickles are, are, are happening. So um, come out, and uh, if you're not planning on having a table, please come out and um, at least search for some treasures. Um, remember, another man's trash is someone else's treasure. And um, if you're interested in donating items for the church, um, the church's table, which is really the country store, please see Marion um, about that. And also, we do need volunteers to work this event. Um, it can't happen with just a small group of people. So uh, if you're not coming out to shop, please uh, let me know. Um, if you're willing to help us in the kitchen and outside uh, grilling hamburgers. All right. 
We also thank our music director and our choir for the beautiful music that we have uh, heard so far. And uh, so we shall uh, begin, I believe, if there are no other announcements. Anyone have any other announcements? All right. Oh, yes. When's your birthday? Oh, yeah. May 9. Love having a grandkid remind you of that one. Okay. I'd like to know who is here today from out of the country. <laughs> Madeline, Rod, uh, Campbell, Madeline and Rod Campbell's daughter is here today with their grandchild. And Madeline and Rod in a car breakdown on the way here. So we're waiting for them to show up in their rental car. I hope it's a cool one. You know how you love picking up rental cars? Ooh. Okay, got Bluetooth and all that. Okay, today we're using the Red Book, the new hymnal, and we are going to continue our time today. I am so glad, I can't tell you how many times how glad I am you all are here. Let's begin our time today with a few moments for silence, thinking about your resurrected Christ in your own way. This time with the young people, please come forward in a slow fashion. No pushing and hurrying today. Or any day, really. Wow, you're looking good, pal. What happened to the normal five? I have no idea. <laughs> it's, it's inundating, isn't it? There you go, look, it's perfect. Okay, let's see now. You want to come sit up here on, on, the, on, the, on the step? Oh, this is fantastic. Now I'm going to take up a second offering. <laughs> good morning. Happy Easter. How's everybody? Everybody okay? It's good to see all of you that we don't always see. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, this is... <laughs> we lose one? Yeah, they build them low to the ground, don't they now? All right. Look careful now. That's right. Button up. We've got a picture being taken here. Look. Make sure you look good. Look at that. Okay. Facebook, man. Facebook. <laughs> huh? Oh, Instagram? Sorry. All right. There is this man, and his name is Jesus. And this Jesus... Was real. She's had enough. She's done. That's all he said was, there was this guy. And um, he did so much great stuff for us. And his dad, God, did so much great things, so many great things for us, that he raised his son from the dead for us. Right? Got that right so far? Okay. And it makes me so happy that I want to attach myself to Jesus. I want to be a part of Jesus because he was so good and did so many great things for us that you want to be a part of him. You know, when you love someone or somebody loves you, I have someone in my house who loves me so much. Her name is Nancy. I love being attached to her. I have grandchildren I love so much that I love being attached to them. I have daughters that I love so much. I want to be attached to them. 
I have all of you friends in this church that I've seen for 14 years. I love you so much. I love to be attached to you. That's the greatest part of being a Christian, a child of God, a friend and a brother and a sister of Jesus, is to be attached to them, okay? It's like, like being a magnet. You know, Jesus is a magnet. Yeah, we got stuff here. We got, I don't know if I can get it apart because it's all on a magnet. Oh, look, <laughs> it's all stuck. We got to find a magnet here. It's inside here somewhere. Where is that magnet? It's hiding. Ah, there's the magnet. All right, just a little old magnet held all these washers and all these screws and all these paper clips and all these spreaders attached to this one little magnet. That is so, so cool that all these things can be attached to this one little thing. All these people are attached to one Jesus. This whole world, all people who believe in God and believe in Jesus are all attached to that one being God. God is like a magnet. And everything that we do and everything that we love is because of God and Jesus being our magnet. Okay? Look at that. Everything's all stuck together again. Okay. You have people in your family and you have friends in your school that you really like a lot. And it's fun to be attached to their friendship, isn't it? It's good to be attached to the people you care about most. So let's continue to be attached to one another like a magnet. Okay? Okay. Now, let's everybody, everybody stand up and look that way. Stand up, turn around. Say, Happy Easter. Happy Easter. All right, thanks. You may return from whence you came, which would be, you know, that direction. Or that, or, or that way. Hymn number 365, please stand.
Very good. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God who calls us beloved children, who gathers us into one flock, who guides us into all truth. Let us confess our sins, trusting that God will forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Please sit or kneel for the confession. Faithful and just God, all together please. We confess that we are captive to doubt and fear, bound by the ways that lead us to death. We have not loved our sisters and brothers as you have loved us. Forgive us, God of mercy. Let your Holy Spirit work in us to change our lives and make us new that we may know the abundant life given in Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that God loved us and sent the Son to atone for our sins. In the name of Jesus Christ, I announce to you that your sins are forgiven. Let the perfect love of God cast out fear, fill you with joy, and inspire you to live for others. Amen. Please stand. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this holy house, and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Amen.
You'll notice at the bottom of page four, the prayer of the day. Let's pray this together, please. God of mercy, we no longer look for Jesus among the dead, for he is alive and has become the Lord of life. Increase in our minds and hearts the risen life we share with Christ and help us to grow as your people toward the fullness of eternal life with you through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated for the readings. The children are excused for Sunday school. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Easter to all. Our first reading comes to us from Acts, chapter 10, verses 34 to 43. Then Peter began to speak to the people. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the message he sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee. After the baptism that John announced, how God announced Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, how he went about doing good, good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did, both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to justify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sin, sins through his name. The word of the Lord. Please join uh, with me in reading responsively Psalm, which is found on Um, the top of page 5 of your bulletin. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let Israel say, his love endures forever. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Shouts of joy and victory resound in the tents of the righteous. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. The Lord's right hand is lifted high. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. I will not die, but live, and will proclaim what the Lord has done. The Lord has chastened me severely, but given me Open for me the gates of the righteous. And give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. I will give you thanks, for you answered me. The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. 
that Lord has done it this very day. The second reading comes to us from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 to 11. Now I would remind you, brothers and sisters, of the good news that I proclaimed to you, which you in turn received, in which also you stand, through which also you are being saved. If you hold firm to the message that I proclaim to you, unless you have come to believe in vain. For I hand, hand it on to you as of first importance what I in turn had received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared more than five hundred then he appeared to more than 500 brothers and sisters at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unfit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God by the but by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me has not been in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we proclaim, and so you have come to believe. The word of the Lord. Please stand. The Holy Gospel according to the book of John in the 20th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciples started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you're looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. 
But Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and to your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated if you like. You can stand if you like. It's okay with me. Well, today, one thing I forgot to mention in my announcements is that I want all of you to be safe wherever you travel during the remainder of this holiday weekend and just take good care. We all shall pray for one another. Grace and peace be to you from God and the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ on this Easter morning. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Resurrection has overcome crucifixion. Forgiveness has overcome sin. Amen. And again, good morning. One day, the great composer, Johann Sebastian Bach, visited his favorite tavern, as he liked to do, and he heard a secular song that was being sung in there as they swung the brews around, and a, a title that translates into English, One Foot in the Grave. So after hearing the song, Bach went home, had his dinner, helped Mrs. Bach, uh, putting, um, help Mrs. Bach put their uh, 18 children to bed. And then he left, and he went over to the church. And it was there that he stood, sat there all by himself in the dark. He sat down at the organ, and he worked for several hours. And during that working session, he transformed that secular song that he heard one foot in the grave into a cantata which was called Cantata in Praise of the Risen Lord. A cantata that is so beautiful, I understand, that has been singing, people have been singing this cantata for centuries, and it continues to be sung in churches all over the world. For us, we think about this symbolism of moving from one foot in the grave to singing praises to our risen Lord. The symbolism is powerful because we all live today in our life situations. Every single one of us here are here for one great and powerful and beautiful reason. But we all come from places of our own concerns and sometimes our own difficulties. Our life situations sometimes feel that we can be in, 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 in being so drained that we would have just one foot in the grave and I could sure use a nap now wait, instead of waiting till 3 o'clock or worse. The very places where we feel that we are not ready is when we move from one foot in the grave to encountering our risen Lord. It is the time in that very place where we can be transformed. Resurrection power of Almighty God is that transformation. And it is possible for you to be transformed from one foot in the grave to having episodes that are like riding 
or singing a cantata, a song of praise to God. I will repeat some key verses today. Very early in the uh, first day of the week, still dark, when Mary of Magdala came to the tomb, she saw that the stone had been moved away from the tomb and came running to Simon Peter and the other disciples, saying, They have taken him away. We don't know where he um, has been taken. And I'm going to add verse 16. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said, uh, and, and she turned and she cried out, Rabboni, which means teacher. They had been waiting three days from the time of the Lord's Supper, the time in the garden, the time of the arrest, all the way to Easter morning. And now they can begin to experience what Jesus was trying to get them to understand in the first place, resurrection, transformed life. The healing presence of the resurrection power of God. Now here we are, worshiping either in our hearts or here this past week for three days as well from Maundy Thursday till today. And we've been waiting three days to celebrate. And we've been getting ready for all the obvious things that you see and getting ready in our hearts as well. Waiting for the incredible reality of Easter morning to celebrate. Not only was it the resurrection power of God revealed to us today, but also the resurrection power of being transformed. The resurrection power of being transformed, not just this morning, but the possibility of being transformed tomorrow as well, as it says in our hearts. And further, further than this, the resurrection power of God is working deep within us right now to sustain us in whatever we are going to be going through tonight or tomorrow or the coming weeks and month, months to um, sustain us on this journey that we continue to undertake each day. But as we undertake that journey each day, we are asked to take up the cross, not just walk our day, but take up the cross in our day and being reminded in every single day what it truly means to be identified as a follower of Christ. Look, there is a follower of Christ. Look, there is a follower of Christ. And that is you. A tourist traveled all the way to the Passion Play, Oberonegau, Germany. He went backstage. He wanted to talk to the person who played the part of Jesus Christ. And the tourist noticed that uh, as he grew near, or drew, walked closer and closer to Christ taking off, or the actor taking off, Christ taking off his makeup, wouldn't that be something? To, to the actor taking off his makeup. And he noticed that the cross that the, that the actor carried was right there next to him. So he gave his, uh, his wife his cell phone and he said, I'm going to pick up this cross and I want you to take a picture of me holding this cross. So he went to hold it, and the actor was just staring at him, of course. And he couldn't lift it. He was barely able to lift it. It was made of heavy iron and thick oak beams. And he, he, just, it, it, he just couldn't even prop it up. He thought it was going to be light. And he said, how can you carry, told the actor, how could you ca possibly carry this cross, which is not light at all? And the actor said, sir, if you do not feel the weight of the cross, 
If I didn't feel the weight of this cross, I could not have played the part. Now, folks, I do not intend to make this uh, a lecture to a group of kindergartners, and I hesitate to speak the obvious, but I feel I have a right and a duty to affirm to you the weight of the cross. And if we don't feel the weight of our cross as we get up each morning, then we're not going to be able to play our part as a disciple of Christ. And what is our part? Okay, preacher, you're standing up there saying, you got to play your part. Well, tell us. Just for grins, what is our part? From the very beginning of the Christian community, we have attached a special meaning to Jesus' death. The death that goes far beyond the agony of the crucifixion. We are called to spread good news in the wake of this crucifixion. We are called to spread good news that the crucifixion and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ is that which truly gives us new life. In the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, Almighty God is saying to you three words, which is probably all you need to hear today. I love you. Almighty God is saying to us through the cross, I love you so much that I will go to this extreme to show you, to make it real for you, to move you, to do something about it. I love you so much that I will go to this extreme to show you the power and the love that conquers all, even the death that I just went through. So we have an Easter job this morning, and this Easter job is to let others know that even though death is real, and even though there is pain and anxiety and fear and anger and deprivation and loneliness to be endured personally and worldwide, the power of God is present today and always will be present today in that suffering, in that dying, in that hurt, and in that hatred. The time when we will be closest to God is when you are feeling all those things. When you are feeling pain, when you are experiencing reality, that's when new life commences. The great theologian was retiring, and they asked him what he thought. He said, you know, the longer I live, the more value I put on God's sheer grace, which I take simply to be that which, uh, by our human standards, we should call extravagant goodness. The utter persistence of love. It is our sole hope, friends. It's all we have today. And this is the grace and this is the persistent Easter presence that God gives to us in this hour and all the hours of our suffering. Now we can tell the story of Jesus to the ends of the earth with absolute precision. Anybody who has memorized the Bible can do that. We can repeat everything that's in that Bible cover to cover exactly as it was written by John and all the other New Testament writers. We can dot every I and we can cross every T, so to speak. We can go through each book of the New Testament chapter by chapter and verse by verse without missing a beat to anyone who would stop for a second and listen to us. 
But if the story is not being told, if every verse that comes from our lips is not being told in the context of Jesus' command to love one another, we've got all the notes, but we certainly ain't got the music. And that's for sure. So on this glorious Easter morning, let us leave the proclaiming from the rooftops and get in there to where we hurt and get in there to where our neighbors hurt with a chorus of hallelujahs, Christ is risen. And I can think of no better music for you and me than that. Now may the peace of God, which sometimes eludes our human understanding, keep our hearts and minds with a kind of faith that only Jesus can give. It moves us from anxiety and hurt to rest in our journey. Amen. We're now going to sing. We can remain seated. Number 367. And we will sing verses 1 and 4. Very good. Uh, I'd like to ask the um, family, the parents, and the sponsors of Stella, Rose, Rodriguez, Rosa, Rodriguez, to please come forward. Come on up and uh, face this way. You don't need to look at me. They want to see you, folks. If you turn to the front of your hymnals, the red book, numbers at the bottom of page to number two two seven. God, who is rich in mercy and love, gives us new birth into a living hope through the sacrament of holy baptism. By water and the word, God delivers us from sin and death and raises us to new life in Christ, in Jesus Christ. We are united 
with all the baptized in the one body of Christ, anointed with the gift of the Holy Spirit, and joined in God's mission for the life of the world. So I ask the parents and the sponsors, do you present Stella Rosa to receive the sacrament of holy baptism? Please answer, we do. Called by the Holy Spirit, trusting in the grace and love of God, do you desire to have these children baptized into Christ? If so, answer, we do. So as you bring Stella to receive the gift of baptism, you are entrusted with the following responsibilities. To live with her among God's faithful people, to bring her to the word of God and the Holy Supper, to teach her the Lord's Prayer, the Creed, and the Ten Commandments, to place in her hands the Holy Scriptures, to nurture her in the faith and prayer, in faith and prayer, so that she may learn to trust God, proclaim Christ through word and deed, care for others and the world God made, and work for justice and peace. Do you promise to help Stella grow in the Christian faith and life? If so, answer, we do. Sponsors, do you promise to nurture this person in the Christian faith as you are empowered by God's Spirit and to help her live in the covenant of baptism, in the communion in the church? If so, answer, we do. People of God, do you promise to support Stella and pray for her in her new life in Christ? If so, answer, we do. I ask you to profess your faith in Christ Jesus, to reject sin, and confess the faith of the church. Do you renounce, and I'm going to ask everybody this, do you renounce the devil and all the forces that defy God? If so, answer, we renounce them. Do you renounce the powers of this world that rebel against God? If so, answer, we renounce them. Do you renounce the ways of sin that draw you from God? If so, answer, we renounce them. Would the congregation please stand? Okay, everyone. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. We give you thanks, O God, for the beginning, for in the beginning your spirit moved over the waters, and by your word you created the world calling forth life in which you took delight, 
And through the waters of the flood, you delivered Noah and his family. And through the sea, you led your people, Israel, from slavery into freedom. At the river, your son was baptized by John and anointed with the Holy Spirit. And by the baptism of Jesus' death and resurrection, you set us free from the power of sin and death and raise, and, uh, raise us up to live in you. So pour out your Holy Spirit, the power of your living words, that those who are washed in the waters of baptism may be given new life. To you be given honor and praise through Jesus Christ our Lord in the unity of the Holy Spirit now and forever. Amen. 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 Stella Rosa. I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Blessed be God, the source of all life, the word of salvation, and the spirit of mercy. Let us pray. We give you thanks, O God, that through water and the Holy Spirit you give your daughters and sons new birth, and cleanse them from sin, and raising them to eternal life. Sustain Stella with the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Stella Rosa Rodriguez. Child of God, you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and you have been marked by the cross of the Christ of Christ forever. Amen. Congregation may be seated. Okay. You'll get a light from one of those candles. Any candle you want. Not that one, just kidding. <laughs> Oops, you heard that. <laughs> Now, hold that candle up there, all right? Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will have the light of Christ. Now, what you need to do is remember April 5th. I'm sure you will, right? And April 5th, you take that. That's two times now. Two baptism dates in your family. You have to remember this. Pull that out of that drawer. Usually the one in the kitchen. That's where we find ours where all the things are you can't find, that's where things are. And you like that for just a few seconds every year on April the 5th. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will have the light of life. Let us welcome the newly baptized. We welcome you into the body of Christ, into the mission we share. Join us in giving thanks and praise to God and bearing God's creative and redeeming word to all the world. You got it? You blow out the candle? I think they have a keeper here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you a new member of the body of Christ in this world, Stella Rosa Rodriguez. I want to show everybody. This is the latest quilt that has been put together. Isn't that great? People always like to see the back, I know. I learned that by now. <laughs> okay, 
So, beautiful, fantastic, great day. Both sacraments today, you can't beat it. Okay, will the congregation please stand? Confident that the resurrection of Christ has defeated sin and death, we offer our prayers for the church, the world, and all people in need. Holy God, you raise up leaders in your church to preach salvation through the death and resurrection of Christ. Inspire us to go and tell this good news throughout the world. Lord, in your mercy. Holy God, you make yourself known in your creation, in mountains and valleys, in plants and animals, and in those who care for what you have made. Lead us and all your creatures to proclaim that this is the day that the Lord has made. Lord, in your mercy, Holy God, you desire that all people live in peace. Guide all in authority at the local, state, national, and international levels that they show no partiality in their care and concern. Lord, in your mercy. Holy God, you wipe away the tears of all who cry to you in distress. Console those who are afraid. Protect those who are persecuted. Bring healing to all who suffer in mind, body, or spirit, and comfort those who mourn. Here are silent and verbal prayers. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy God, you choose us to be witnesses to your love. Bless visitors among us today, those celebrating Easter with friends and family, and those who travel during this holiday time. Lord, in your mercy. Holy God, you have swallowed up death forever through the resurrection of your Son. Make us confident that we will feast at your heavenly banquet with those who have died and are now at rest. Lord, in your mercy. Holy God, by the death and resurrection of your Son, you have granted new life, abundant renewal, and salvation. Hear our prayers for the sake of the one who has set us free, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also Share that peace with one another. At this time, we will gratefully receive your offering.
8, please. Let us pray together. Blessed are you, O God, ruler of heaven and earth. Day by day you shower us with blessings. As you have raised us to new life in Christ, give us glad and generous hearts, ready to praise you and to respond to those in need. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, for the glorious resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ, the true Paschal Lamb who gave himself to take away our sin, who in dying has destroyed death, and in rising has brought us to eternal life. And so with Mary Magdalene and Peter and all the witnesses of the resurrection, with earth and sea and all their creatures, and with angels and archangels, cherubim and seraphim, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Let's join hands, if you wish, and uh, pray our Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Jesus said, I am the true vine. Abide in me as I abide in you. You may be seated, and you will be assisted by the ushers.
take and eat. The body of Christ given for you. And he said, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. You say amen. Good job. The body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. You may depart in peace. Please stand. You're probably ready to anyway. Life-giving God, we give you thanks for nourishing us with the bread of heaven and the wine of love, Jesus, our risen Savior. As you send us into the world, guard us from the power of evil, keep us in unity with all your people, and by your, by your Spirit, move us to testify to your grace in our words and actions through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Verses 1, 2, 7, and 8. The first two and the final two. Almighty God, who raised our Lord Jesus from death, lift you up and restore you to wholeness. Jesus Christ, the word of life, bless you and send you to be his witnesses. And God, the Holy Spirit, who renews the whole earth, refresh you in the gift of baptism this day and always. Peace, share the good news, 
Hallelujah. 